0: Let's uh, move on to some other quirky news. Now, Brian, you have a story for us.
1: Well, certainly, David. There's an interesting uh, mobile bar idea, and it's a pedal-powered pub. It's coming to Adelaide very soon. It's uh, come from sort of Europe and uh, it's been in, the, in America. Basically, it's a 16-seater bicycle. It's like a, a four-wheeled vehicle where um, there's a driver sitting in the middle and around the outside are bar stools and pedals. works as a bar and basically you can jump on board, sit on the stool, pedal which allows the vehicle to drive around and there's a, a non-drinking driver who steers and brakes so you can sit on the bar you can see the sights and drink alcohol as it passes through the city so um i'm a bit concerned of course it's called handlebar but i'm concerned that uh, you know in case of a crash it could be mistaken for a mass glassing attack or something <laughs> like that
0: it wouldn't be uh, exactly accident proof isn't it I mean, drunk driving could yeah, the driver, of course, I presume, is meant to be sober and that. Sober.
2: Yeah, yes. so so the bartender is the, is the designated driver to be yes. how it works. Yeah, and everyone who's drinking there
1: basically has to contribute to moving the vehicle along. So what you if you don't
0: do your fair effort?
1: Well, it's a good point, isn't it? I guess you could. You can just sort of. Um, I, I want to know where the toilet is after I've had a drink or two. Pretty soon, I need the toilet, and uh, you know, it's possibly not all that compatible with uh, um, NRL players who go to the. the the uh, casino, probably are uh, quite well located for. <laughs> they go yes, to the toilet without leaving their chair. But um, I guess in this sense, you could do that the same. It's kind of like a train where the toilet, you know, ejects the onto the tracks.
0: <laughs> I wonder whether it'll lead to a whole new range of cocktail names, you know, like back road uh, rat run. Oh, you know?
1: Okay, yeah, this is a nice idea. Screen road. Yeah. <laughs> Four car pile up. Four car pile up. <laughs> now, it costs something between uh, 440 and $550 for bookings for groups of 16 in Adelaide when it starts right. operating. So, uh, so you, have you have to,
2: you you have have to, to book. Make, you, have, you have to plan to actually use this thing. Yeah, and, and mm. I think
1: eight people can, can drink at each one and they drive along in a bit of a convoy. Yes, on footpaths and possibly on roads as well, with people convivially drinking. It's a neat idea. I believe we should go and check it out. Uh, well, yeah, maybe we should road test it.
0: Mm. The $450 to, 500, $440 to $550, does that include some alcohol or is that extra?
2: Mm, good question. I, 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 That's it, good. I do appear to have made something that runs purely on ethanol. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think the deal is that you pay that money and you get to the drinks as well. So, you know, it's kind of like a party bus that, okay. you, that you push around. It's gone through quite extensive uh, assessment uh, in Adelaide before it was allowed. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> authorities there say that it passed all of their requirements.
0: <laughs> they tested it excessively. <laughs> the guy driving it—it it has an Irish sort of theme to it. As a, a funny guy with a a, a green t-shirt or, or sloppy Joe and a big funny hat on it, and what have you. Because by the end of the trip, everyone's falling in love with him, aren't they? You know, and sort
2: of. I f- oh, like the coach driver. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Errol, you have a story of a boat. Yeah, well, David. Apparently, the mega rich want to be green. Uh, or at least seen to be green, and the French like their luxury, so they sort of put the two together, and and they've come up with the ultimate transport for the mega rich. It's an eighty-five meter long wind solar hybrid super yacht. It's called the Komaribi, which is Japanese for something. I've got a deep. lot of money. Um, basically, it's a trimaran with sails and solar panels. Uh, and it's full of toys, including a helipad, storage for small sailboats, and a mini submarine. Um, but uh, this is um, aimed at the the mega-rich. Basically, if you don't call yourself a billionaire, uh, don't bother inquiring.
0: Yes, yeah, I like it. It's elegant and simple. You remember the last story, Brian, we did about a big billionaire's boat? It was as ugly as sin.
1: Yeah, that's right. It was horrible, sort of modern, stealthy-looking thing. Mm. At least this thing, uh, I like the idea that it has, the sails are uh, more like wings that, that turn, which is quite a modern concept. And I like the idea that they, they can supplement, um, uh, you know, its its propulsion with uh, electricity's generated solar waves. Mm. But still, um, I guess, you know, we, I guess we have to report on the mega-rich things uh, uh, I think um, a billionaire wrecked a whole bunch of the uh, Great Barrier Reef not long ago by anchoring his super yacht there. So let's just uh, look. Um, uh, but he's
0: allowed to do it now because he's got solar power.
1: Yes, that's right. So it can be green while he's munching the um, the Barrier Reef. Yeah, to
2: just to sort of rub in the greenness, there's actually a tree on board. <laughs>
1: Because the name, the name Koro, Komorebi, is uh, Japanese for sunlight filtering through trees. That's a lovely concept, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, okay. well,
2: mm. filtering, through, a- filtering through my, my dollars.
1: Mind well, yeah. you, though, know, just the idea of these uh, wind sails, I'm, I'm already feeling like I'm uh, I'm getting a bit of wind farm sickness just looking at it. Yeah. Do they Hangale. make a
0: hum when the wind goes through it?
1: Ah, oh, look, you, know, you can't hear it of course, but it, uh, it really disturbs your insides, causes whales to die, I believe. <laughs> baby harp seals.
0: <laughs> of course, someone pointed out, why on earth do we need whim farms? We've got enough whim already. Why do we need this? To... <laughs> uh, now, Brian, you're a cyclist. Here's something that might uh, might appeal to you.
1: Yes, uh, in his next movie, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger may use the line, drive on the correct side of the road if you want to live. Uh, t- the, Arnie the Terminator visited um, the UK and he decided to cycle around central Edinburgh. So you was seen coming out of his hotel, he got a hire bike and a couple of friends, leapt on the bike, no helmet, and then just zoomed off driving on the right-hand side of the road. So he, uh, he hadn't actually made the leap from um, America to uh, the UK where they drive on the left side of the road. And so he spent the day racing around on the wrong side of the road all through Edinburgh, taking selfies, having photographs with people. And, um, yeah, so he's, uh, he survived. Um, and uh, it doesn't appear that he's been pinged for it at all, but uh, he certainly gained a lot of attention Uh, with his uh, crazy antics. I'll be back. Or maybe I won't.
0: Mm. I might not make it. In some ways, I thought it might have been that if only he was wearing Lycra, that sort of alpha male bike rider, I don't care about anyone else. If I want to ride the wrong way down the lane, I'm going to do it.
1: That's right. No one's going to hit me. I'm the Terminator.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Only, I think, not wearing a helmet and riding a push bike, he might well be uh, terminated. Yes. And gentlemen, that has been lovely to talk to you. Thank you very much for your time. No worries, Thanks, David. David. Brian Smith and Errol Smith talking about some unusual stories to do with all the fields of transport from boats to bikes to cars.